This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. Let's go, baby. Yes, sir. Let's hit it again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the last show of 2022. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we getting in here with the dub. Wait, hang on. Hey, hey. Come on, man. Blast Come on now. One time, young Zell. One time for the final show of 2022. Wow. And the Kings win last night. Come on, Zell. They do not know what Sacktown brings. Uh-uh. Win on the low, that's a Sacktown thing. Yep. Talking about us, it's a bounce out thing. Must they forgot we some Sacramento Kings. Uh-uh. Whole squad going crazy, yeah, we back with it. Northern Cali going crazy, one sack winning. If you doubted us, then ain't no backspinning. This is real right here, ain't no catfishing. Nope. Uh, so tell me what you see now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. Whoop. It's 916 now. Look towards the sky like the beam now. Tell them like the beam. Like the, like the beam now. Let's go. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Come on. Tell them like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the tell beam. Tell them, Zell. Like the beam now. It's the you final show. Them, yeah. Like the beam now. We got to run verse number two. Like run that back. Run that. Run that. Let's go. Come on. Yep. We shaking things over here, don't yep. doubt, we believe over here, yep. we don't bleed over here, and let me just speak real clear, oh. only deal with real kings over here, so hey. that's our man Young Zell right there, Yeah. come on, it's available for you on iTunes, it's available for you uh, all over the place, man, our man Young Zell. Right there, putting in that light the man. beam, the Let's official victory song. I'll be looking forward to that after a Kings case. win. Oh, yeah. At the top of the show, no they doubt. throw that on there. I'll be looking, I'll be no like, Let's go. No Let's doubt. Go. We are so happy you are here with us for the final time of the year, and we have got a packed show. I am Damian Barling. Acknowledge me. He is Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. I want you to put the word out there. Yeah, yeah. We back up. Understand me? We back up. We back, back up. up. Let's go, baby. Come on now. Woo! It's looking bleak. <laughs> I'm about to say, this is a very different vibe than I had at 845 last night. <laughs> it was looking bleak. I was like, God damn, this team sucks. What the hell happened to our Kings? And, man, they hung around. Right. They hung around and chipped. It's, it's crazy that we saw the exact same game twice. <laughs> with the roles flipped. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I um 
I, I had practice with the kids last night. Started at 7. It's like 7 to 8. A little shoot around. Uh, you know, I got to Mike Brown these kids, you know, even on a on their holiday. Come on, man. Got to get a shoot around in. Got to do work. Kenny um, out there running two-hour shoot arounds. <laughs> so, you know, I missed the first half live. I go and check the phone. I'm like, let me see what's going on with this game. They down 13 at the half. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I see was Sabonis upgrade. was playing. I was like, oh, Sabonis back. They still strong. I was like, I just shoulder slumped. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Damn, this hurts for the squad. But, hey, man, they kept, they kept fighting. They kept fighting last night. And uh, they were able to pull out a hell of a win last night at the Golden One Center. Yeah, about 8.45, I was going to call in sick. <laughs> just like, man, I'm, I, can't, I can't do it. I'm out. I'm out. Can't do it. I, mainly because I didn't want to watch the game. I was like, mm. man, like what? You know, they started the game the same way they start all games. They were they were, they were looking to see if they were hot from three. <laughs> like, we're going to check right now the temperature on this three-point shot. That's the vibes. And they were getting them up one after the other after the other. And it was Harrison who was like, yeah, you know what? Let's try something different. Mm-hmm. He got to the foul line a couple of times. That got them their first points. And, you know, the game was just kind of all over the place. But in the second half, it was you know they 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 got within I think seven and then it stretched back to double digits, and then they cut it down again and it just kept lingering around that double digits. I thought, man, they they just can't they can't yeah. get over the hump. Yeah. And then they got hot from three, for the first time in like six quarters. Man, they got hot from three. Man, and get, took advantage. And this this happened when they were down seven. They were getting stops, mm-hmm. but they weren't converting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like it's great to get the stop, but it's meaningless if you don't get anything on the other end when you're down. Yep. They started converting those those stops, and oh my goodness, the 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 steal to Sabonis uh, ahead to, to 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 I think brought them within two. Yeah, and then the Malik Monk uh, layup tied it up, man. Boy, oh boy. By the way, Malik Monk, come on, man. Come on, man! My goodness, let's go! My goodness, man! What a let's game! Go. The the that video. Was a hell of a game, man. I mean, everyone, you know, particularly Jordy Fernandez, uh, just pointing out the crowd last night. When mm-hmm. I saw Brendan's video immediately following the game of that final play and what the arena looked like, that's you know the this. I think the Kings said that was the sixth straight sellout. Um, Did you I'm, see the numbers on that too? Like. I talked about it on J Street Vibes. I don't know all podcasts and platforms. But the numbers for the sellout last night was like it was like nineteen or excuse me, seventeen thousand nine hundred and eighty five. Mm-hmm. The reported capacity for Golden One Center is like seventeen thousand six hundred and something. Yeah, they they they, they, they just Keep, keep packing them in. They keep adding that to those standing room only. Like I don't know what the like official maximum capacity is. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know if we've hit it yet. Maybe we shouldn't be saying anything. Maybe yeah. we're, maybe the fire marshal doesn't even fire, know. Fire, <laughs> He's snitching. Fire, fire, fire marshal's going to be at that main entrance on Friday. <laughs> One, two, counting everybody who walks in. That's 2,000. That's 3,000. Yeah, man, but no, nah, they, they – He's going to cut people off. All right, we're at capacity. Everybody – I go, Lakers go. game, cut people off. I bought a $600 ticket. What you mean uh, I can't go in? Yeah, Sorry, we're it's the six, club. It's Ricky's. We're at capacity. Six hundred. <laughs> We're at capacity. 
<laughs> Ricky's never did that. <laughs> just go downstairs, honey. Just just go downstairs. I Give me your $10 <laughs> and then go downstairs. I bought a table. Yeah, sorry, we're at capacity. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to share somebody else's table. Um, World famous Club Ricky's, 705 J Street, downtown Sacramento. I meant to ask you, since you know, this is uh, – Almost last night would have been jumping to Ricky's. Oh, last oh night would have been popping. Hey, did you ever? I know you did. I, this is a crazy question. You do what? What was your like most famous New Year's party? Oh man, um, was it was it Ricky's or did you go somewhere else? No, it wasn't time? Ricky's. It was probably sidelines. I did a couple sidelines because the New thing was, you know, for, you know, for a twenty-five-year-old on New Year's, yeah. Again, not talking in grown-up D-Lo terms, but 25-year-old, <laughs> yeah. you got the bag for doing New Year's. Really? Like, you didn't wow. get like, – and the bag being, you know, again, 25 years old. It was like 1000 or $1,500 for two hours. Damn. And you could kind of command your price. It's like I, – I, especially when you're at a morning show, it's like, you want mm. me there? Okay. Mm. Yeah, so do they. So what are you going to pay? <laughs> right. And, you know, but my, my program director at the time was like, let's – Get them for what they let's see what they'll pay. Mm. And I think the most I got was fifteen hundred for two hours. And I think that was sidelines. I did sidelines. Uh, I think I, I might have done Avalon. If it wasn't Avalon, Whoa. it was one of them oh. E&J clubs. Oh, Avalon. Yeah. Oh, Avalon, yeah. the top five yeah. dead or alive yeah. out here. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That would have been popping last night, too. But, um, yeah, the Kings had a popping last night, though. The oh, Kings All of them within walking distance of the Golden <laughs> One Center, too. Goodness that gracious. popping. Man, oh man! I saw Keon Ellis and Tiger the other day. Shout out to Keon Ellis. Okay, shout, no, shout out to you for being a Tiger. Yeah, I didn't know you rolled like that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Elijah Hicks. Shout out Ryan Royston. No, we ain't shouting out Elijah Hicks. Elijah <laughs> Hicks can go straight to hell. I bet he wasn't there last night. I bet Elijah Hicks wasn't there last night. Elijah Hicks seen three Kings losses <laughs> by like a combined seventy-five points. Like put his picture at the front door of the Golden One Center. Do not allow this man in. He is not allowed in. Not at all. Hey, can I give we, – we're going to talk a lot about this win and everything that went down. And, and let me mention, James Ham this hour. Okay. I know that's unusual, but mm-hmm. it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so James Ham is going to be with us this hour. Olivia after that. Chris Biederman after that. Jake Gaden after that. Mm. Y'all might not know Jake. CBS 13, that's our guy over yeah, there. Yeah. He's partnering with Sarah. Uh, he's doing some great work. Got a chance to talk to him uh, quite a bit before the Wizards game. He was like, hey, man, I want to come do the show. Oh, absolutely. Talk so about nice. Batty Thursday. Jake, we got you, yeah, bro. Batty we got Thursday's you. Thursday's popping. And then Kyle Matson's going to close us out. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Come on, so man. That's, that's the Batty lineup Thursday's for Batty Thursday's going crazy today. That's the it's lineup going for crazy. Today. Yeah, man. Um, I, I want to talk about we're, – we're going to talk about the, the game, everything that went into it or whatever the case may be. Um, but I do want to give a big shout-out, and I feel like it might get overlooked a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I do want to give a big shout-out to De'Aaron Fox. I rewatched How the, the f- hell is what De'Aaron going to do get overlooked? See Bro, the way he played in the fourth quarter? I, re, I rewatched that fourth quarter again last night. I was watching. I was like, yo, the, ball, the man was balling or whatever, watching it live. I rewatched it again this morning. Oh, my goodness. You know what's crazy? De'Aaron was perfect in the fourth quarter. Perfect. Maybe not statistically, but the way he, he played. Damn, it was a six or seven. He was damn near perfect. Perfect yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And that's coming off the heels of, like, I remember we a talked about. charge. Yeah, that, that was trash. That's, 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 that was trash. It was I, a trash car or was it a trash move? Uh, I feel like I see that every yeah, game. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, it is an offensive foul, but, but it I doesn't see get it all called. the time. Yeah, yeah. It, at the end of the first half, Bones Highland did the same thing to De'Aaron Fox, no call. But I, I think about yesterday, and we were we were critical of the way he closed out the game. 
And it wasn't to say like he had a bad fourth quarter or a bad game or anything like that. He was cool, but it, it might have sounded like we were a little critical of how he played. I didn't think he was bad. I just needed more. But man, he gave us. There more were two. Yeah, you know, I, I just think it was the turnovers. Mm-hmm. It was the turnovers that 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 were tough. And, and, and on, on on Tuesday, right? The one the ones on Tuesday were the ones that were that that were talking about. I don't. I, he had two turnovers in the fourth quarter last night. I can't remember one of them. Yeah, I can't remember. But I I just know the. the oh, it was the, Sabonis when he gave the, the pass. pass. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. And, that's and right. to be honest with you, I mean Sabonis. I know. Look, I'm nitpicking. He's got a cast on his thumb. Yeah. But I, if I'm Sabonis, I'm like, yo, Fox, I got to handle that ball. Sabonis out there with a. He he need to start cutting Kurt Angle promos. <laughs> Scored 30, 31 points with a broken freaking hand. <laughs> that's that's what Sabonis needs to start doing because. Oh man, it was it was like I, when when James and, and you know sent out the tweet. All right, and then it was followed with, oh by the way, the Nuggets finally have put their uh, injury report out there. The game took on a different connotation to me when Jamal Murray and and the and and, and uh, Bruce Brown those got were ruled out. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. like, all right, fellas, those are rotational. Like that, that that's not yeah. you know those aren't five minute a night guys. Yeah. Like those are rotational guys. You got to take advantage of this. Yeah, and then random guy going nuts. Not not Bones Highland isn't random. Brown we had some. Uh, Najee had a good game. Najee, too, yeah, he? yeah, he did. We've as Casey said, man, we've got time to talk. You want to give some flowers to De'Aaron Fox? I want to give some to Demontis Sabonis, mm. Malik Monk. How about Davion Mitchell? Oh, uh, that dog D-O-G. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we got all of that. Plus James Ham coming up. This hour, we are just getting started. You know the vibes when we come back, though. You know the vibes when we come back. Kings win. Damn it. Kings win. This morning, we return here. Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app. Live on youtube.com slash ESPN1320. Twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. We thank the uh, people who contributed to over a million views on wow. our first full year Wow! Uh, on our streaming platforms over Air there. Horns on, for that. On YouTube. Damn. Yeah, air horns for y'all. There's, there's, there's radio numbers out there that our company likes to use to show metrics of how stations are doing. They ain't seen these numbers. Mm-mm. They ain't seen these. They're like, yeah. <clears throat> This radio station did 56,000 streaming hours. Hmm. I wonder what we did. Mm. Just us. Mm -hmm. Not the station. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did that. Come on now. Y'all did that. Come on, man. Come on now. Come on now. Amelie, 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 Amelie. And, and, and you you know, no no fourth wall here on D-Lo and KC. Their station's throwing just money they don't have. Uh, into their programming. That ain't us. That ain't ESPN. Y'all know ESPN 1320 is us. Come on, man. We'll get it out the mud. It's Charlie behind the scenes. It's Jesse behind the board. And we're the two fortunate ones yeah. to to be in front of the microphones and in front of the camera. And you guys have just built this into such an amazing community. Man. Even if you think we're a podcast, <laughs> you built us into <laughs> such an absolutely incredible, uh, incredible community here that, that – the, I I know there were people in this building who didn't think this show was going to be successful. Man, I, I'm I say it all the time. I think that uh, myself, Damien, I think we're great at what we do. I think Jesse's great at what he does, and Charlie is great at what he does. None of it matters if if people aren't listening and people aren't tapping in. So. You know, thank you guys. Or hitting the thumbs up. Hitting the thumbs up. Or the subscribe buttons. Or listening to the podcast so Jesse can eat. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Or checking out J Street Vibes. Uh, Hey, hey, there's there's people in here every day. And I I don't minimize the people who get in here when they can. By no means. Thank you. But there's people in here every single day for four hours. Every day. That does not go unnoticed by us. That that is just humbling to me, you know. what I mean that every day y'all in here the whole time interacting, participating, and that's that's just amazing to me, man. I can't thank you guys enough. And y'all have had me and my feelings on more than one occasion at the Golden One Center when you'd stop and say something about the show, and I often walk away like, man, I just I didn't know. <laughs> like I, I and, and I forget like there are people like, I know. I know the struggle of trying to get through a, a, a day or trying to get through, mm-hmm. you know, a task that you're you're not big on and uh, you just need something to help you get through the day, man. And mm-hmm. if we could be that for you, shoot, we got yeah, you. Straight up. Because y'all that for us. Straight up, man. I'll I, I, I tell you that, man. You, you, and that's why we don't take, you know, two weeks off at this time. Our, right, man, I, th- I, th- I thought they was about to throw it. Man, the, 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 stream was, the stream was like, hey. 
<laughs> Odyssey's cutting the cord. <laughs> Odyssey was cutting the cord on the live stream. Like, all right, y'all doing a little too much. Let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and cut this off. Uh, but we appreciate you. That's the whole point. Uh, we get and 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 as my man James is pointing out, yeah, every once in a while, I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, yeah. I think that boy scored another touchdown right now. Right, yeah, he can touch that at the touchdown, man. He, well, well, get to the playoffs, boy. Shed all them tears. Send, Please, shed, dog. shed them Patrick gonna be, Beverly yeah, tears. Gonna be Pat Bev. Yeah, get to right. the playoffs. I ain't that's mad at right. that, man. After that, that speech, he better be, he better be Michael Jordan with the Larry <laughs> O'Brien in his hands. My goodness. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, thank you for the tremendous support on whatever platform uh, you choose to listen to us on. But. I've taken up four minutes because Kings won last night. Oh, yeah. You already know the vibes, man. Hey, an unbelievable, dramatic, fantastic, some would even call it sensational Oh, win. Sensational. Last night by the Sacramento Kings over the Denver Nuggets. 127, 126, 40. Hit the beat. Yeah. You already know what it is, man. We're talking about love loss. Right now, I got to get on my grizzly. Right now, I got to get on my braggadocious. You know the vibes. Look, I'm on my fourth time zone in the last two days. Cali, Morocco, Paris, France, and Sandro Pay. Don't need stamps. That's for Paolo's just face call. They know who I beat. KC, the 916 God. Right hand to God, almost offered up mine. Sabonis, Fox, and Monk went for like 95. Ah, ah, ah. We staying alive. Now light the beam for Mike and make it a mile high. Whoa. I said, light the bite, the beam for Mike and make it a mile high. Whoa. Mike Malone, stop talking crazy. You know the vibes. Look. De'Aaron, okay. Sabonis, nope. and Monk. They went off on the Nuggets. Bones Highland didn't have nothing for them. I like Bones. Pause. Just. <laughs> oh, come on, man. What are we doing right now? I got to cut these for Twitter. You know this. What are we doing? <laughs> wow. I like Bones Island. I like Bones Island. And then as I was saying that I like Bones Island, I, I yeah, I had to pause that. <laughs> Justin Fields Caraway. I'm just glad you call him the Nuggets this time. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> That's pre-show stuff. Like, hey, okay. got to keep the fourth wall up a little bit. Hey, man, that was a hell of a slip on my on my <laughs> keyboard, man. That was crazy. That was crazy. How many times you typed that? It autocorrected to that. Goodness gracious. Uh, Kings win last night, one twenty-seven uh, to one twenty-six, as dramatic as it could be. And and everybody who spoke to the media last night gave credit gave props, gave love to that Golden One Center crowd. Uh, and if you couldn't sit through the entire game on Friday, uh, and understandably so, mm. when Kenny and I came in and said, the crowd was trying to will the team to do something, just hoping for that big payoff. Yeah, They were doing it again last night, <laughs> and the big payoff hit. Yep, absolutely. And and I... I I don't want to say I called them out. I didn't. I didn't call them out. The, the Kings fans have been fantastic. The one Center fans have been fantastic. So it's nothing to call out. I just called for them to say, "Hey, the squad need needs it to be a little extra. It needs it to be a little extra than the G1C man. It's where we got to step up 
as a as a as a crowd as a fan base in the Golden One Center. I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And they showed up and showed out. They showed up and showed out. Any little stop that they could get, any little uh, you know layup or two zero run. <laughs> that they could make, they got loud. And everybody in there was just talking about how crazy it was at the Golden One Center last night, man. It was crazy. Yeah, it was It was sensational. It was sensational. It, it, it was yeah. actually uh, – uh, uh, there are some downsides to this game uh, that we, we, we'll, we'll talk about. But I'll give, uh, you know, even more credit to – well, you know what? Let's start with, with, with Domas because mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of jumping all no, no, over yeah, the place. Yeah, let's go there. Handing out flowers to guys, certainly De'Aaron Fox. I mean, Malik Monk essentially calling himself out on Twitter, mm. saying he's got to be better, apologizing to the city. Mm. I think he, he misspelled Sacramento. But that's all right. That's all right. Um, we love uh, you out here, Malik. Come on, man. We love you out here. But to respond like that? Thirty-three. Respond like that on a night where, on a night where it was, as you said in the Drake bars, ninety-five points between three guys. So that's that's amazing. Now there's a downside to that that we'll get to later because it stood out to me as Sabonis and and Fox were cooking. I was like, they're playing at an ultra elite. They're playing at an all-star level. Mm. Hold up the score. Like, hold up. Harrison? Keegan? Kevin Hurt? I mean, anybody? And realized, all right, you're getting you're getting your bench points from, you know, from Malik. You know, I thought KZ did a good job, by the way, too. I yes, thought KZ absolutely. did a really, really he, good he job. He came in in that second quarter, and he turned off the water on, on MJP. Because MJP was looking to go for another yeah, 30. Yeah, it was, was going to happen again. You know, and yeah. he hit a couple shots was, late in the game. But he KZ did a great job of throwing him off his rhythm just enough to, to kind of slow him down. We were two Denver points away from banning Vlade from the arena whenever <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. was in town. Because uh, Vlade was again in attendance last night. But boy, Michael Porter Jr. Jr. showing out in front of Vlade. I, I, got, I, got, I got distracted again. I, DeMontis Sabonis, <laughs> the fact that he was available last night and he essentially, in the post game, ref, not that he refused to talk about the injury, but he just kept glossing over it. Mm-hmm. He was like, I, I'm, I'm trying not to think about it. I'm not thinking about the tape on my hand. I'm not thinking about the uh, a, a glove. I'm not thinking about the pain. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just putting out of, it, uh, out of my mind. I'm, I'm trying to play ball uh, with my team. I think he even said... Uh, while in the locker room, like I, I hate being on the bench, like I hate just sitting there. Like yeah. I, the crowd was 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 electric on Tuesday. I just wanted to be out there with them, and uh, to hear him, like he he didn't say, "Oh, it was this." Oh, it was that. He was just like, "Nope, nope." Next, no, he was like Drew Rosenhaus on, on To's driveway. Next question, <laughs> like I'm not. Next question, I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking about it. And he was. Absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it every day until it's an official. That man is an all star, without a shadow of a doubt. I, I, I think, I think we've gone past that. Yeah, and give JJ a shout out for this one. He said it. This is all NBA type guy. This is all NBA type guy. No doubt. Where is it? So I'm, 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 I'm going to move in increments. Mm-hmm. We got the all star game first. Mm-hmm. 
give my man the respect of that all-star appearance. 100%. And, and not a knock to anyone who might get this because it's probably going to happen. He's not like a substitution all-star for someone who can't make it. He is one of them dudes. He's, he's, he's the dude who the coach, coaches go, oh, this guy. There's no question about it. Look at what Mike Brown and the Sacramento Kings are doing. He's a big reason why. There's absolutely going to be the same exact discussion about De'Aaron Fox. But for me, it's Sabonis right now solidified as an all-star. Bro, this is this – is, we on the same wavelength, and I'm going to tell you why. In the show rundown, you wrote the same thing that I put in my notes at about 12.45 a.m. as I was rewatching the game. Hmm. This man was going point for point, mm-hmm. back and forth mm-hmm. with the two-time MVP. Yeah. He was he was right there with him. Yeah. He was standing. He was like, "Okay, Jokic, I'm here. I'm still standing, still strong. I'm here." He was going right with him the whole time. That's that's the type of player we're talking about right now. We're talking about a player where Tuh, I got one hand. What's that make <laughs> me? You a two time MVP? I got one hand. Then we're talking about a guy. I wish Sabonis talk trash. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about a guy that they're legit. Is probably only two better people at his position. And I'll stall out AD because he's injured. We're not even going to use him. I don't even know if he's better. than Sabonis. AD's a bad man. I'm not trying yeah, to yeah. disparage him. I'm just saying. Embiid and Jokic mm-hmm. and then Sabonis. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's it. This this man is – he's the truth. He is. He absolutely is the truth, man. Oh, he, and can I say one other thing real quick? Just real quick. We got, we got two, three and a half hours. It's fine. And man, Nicole Jokic, Jesus oh, Christ, yeah. that's absurd. Jesus Christ, it's, it's, it's oh my gosh. It's like nasty. if he gets the ball in a certain spot, it's over. Like, all right, crap. It's it's over. <laughs> it's almost like just keep the ball out of there because yeah. it. I, 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 I'm sure Will Z's stats won't support this, but I'm. It felt like Nikola Jokic was a hundred percent anytime he was near the rim. It's over, and I mean the Kings. Shout out to the basketball gods because that last shot was damn near perfect. Yeah. Just rattled in and out. Yeah. But great contest by Sabonis as well yeah. to change it a little bit. But I know we talked a little bit since we started the show about like, uh, I'm just not crazy about watching Jokic. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's still not like if I see Denver on TNT, like, oh, let me run and get there. Like, I don't feel that way. But, I mean, just watching him more and more, I, I so much appreciate his talent. And who he is. He's he's amazing. I saw a tweet from George Carl the other day. And George Carl said. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show, George Carl. Um, and he said, I said this a couple years ago. I said, if he stays healthy and can get a chip or two under his belt, we're talking about a top ten player to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to question George Carl. Because what he can do on the floor is is almost one of one. Like He's almost averaged another triple-double. <laughs> He's like a half assist away from another triple double. It's crazy, man. From averaging a triple double? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Wow. Uh Will Z, of of course, he would have the stats. Uh Jokic was six of seven in the restricted area. So he was <laughs> pretty damn close uh to one hundred percent. Seven eleven in the uh non restricted oh, uh, area. Seven of eleven. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a bomb. You know what? Part of his game I've grown to love watching, and I think we referenced this yesterday, or I referenced this yesterday, his passing. Mm-hmm. His passing is just 
It's incredible. It's A one. It's it's just incredible. A one. It's 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 amazing. Um, but he was bested by Demonte Sabonis yeah, yesterday. Man. <laughs> Sabonis got him on the boards. I think it was like ten to four or something like that. Was it? That right? He only had four rebounds. Uh, he had seven. 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 Uh, Doma, but your but point stands. Uh, Domas had ten. It, it, it was Domas. What is that? Domas's eleventh straight double double. Thirty one ten and five <laughs> with a broken freaking hand. Uh, what a man! What a performance! That's one. That's one where if this season goes the way we all hope. Mm-hmm. That's a game that I don't think Kings fans are going to forget anytime soon. Oh, now no. things have to, you know, go the right way mm-hmm. the rest of the season, and, and whatever that means when the postseason get here is irrelevant. But they've got to get to that point, point. Yeah. and if they get to that point, this game go, that that performance, not only from 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 Domas, Domas gets the you know the added. Um, the, the broken hand part of it, get, you know, thrown in there, missing the game the night before. It was an incredible performance from De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk as well. But I think that'll be that'll be etched in the you know Sabona uh, Sabonis era of of oh, Kings sure. basketball from, of of lore, yeah, of lore. You know, I mean, Sabonis comes back with the team. I know it probably sounds crazy, and and maybe I'm just saying this because they ended up winning, but it seemed like a little bit of a of a crossroads type game last night. You, you know, be lonely. <laughs> you know, it, it's Low situation where it's song, like a, I know it's, it's super overrated. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big it's fan. Not, yeah. I'm not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Not, but it was a monster. It was. It was, oh, a, it was a smash. Yeah, it was a smash. Um, but you know, it felt like man, they lose this game. Now you're staring at, and it still could happen. You don't want it to, but now you're you're going to be scratching and clawing to have a two for four six game homestand. Um, you lost, I think at that point it would have been four out of five, you know, if you lose that game. And it's just looking like, where is this season going to go from here? Mm-hmm. And DeMontis still isn't isn't back. Like, I'm thinking about this before yeah. the game. Yeah. He's still not back. Where does this Where is this season going? And damn near like Willis Reed, boy, come down the, the hall, said, I'm here. Well, unlike Willis Reed, though, he actually did something. <laughs> Damn! Last, yesterday, Will Chamberlain. Today, Willis Reed. God bless. Wow. Willis Reed. It's what, what Willis Reed was. A, <laughs> hey, his teammates said it motivated them. Scored the That's, first four points. The Garden went crazy. How many did he score after that? None. Okay. <laughs> Domas scored thirty-one <laughs> yesterday. He had a better performance than Willis Reed did. But you could argue he motivated his guys the same way Willis Reed motivated his. Yeah, and that's what it sounded like too. The, they were the way they were talking. Oh yeah, yesterday it felt that way. Yeah, they were. They were. They were locked into him. Malik Monk. Since we're throwing out numbers like eleven straight double doubles, how about Malik Monk? The third most twenty-point performances by a reserve. <laughs> And that wasn't even a 20-point performance last night. That was a 30-point performance. <laughs> right. But uh, Malik Monk, uh, again, that we had, hey, what's up with Malik? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, especially coming after Tuesday's game. Like, hey, man, it, it, it just feels like he, he's, he, 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 doesn't have that, he doesn't have that vibe that he had mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the season. And we questioned whether that vibe was predicated on shots falling. <laughs> God bless both of them. <laughs> Every shot Malik has made, or free throw Malik has made the last, like, two or three games. 
Could this be the one that that just opens the floodgates for 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 Malik Monk? And Malik hit that three and turned, and he did that. He caught, the camera caught him doing that almost like finally. Yeah. And Katie said it right there because I think Mark said it earlier. And Katie after a free throw, and Katie said it right there. And damn it, it was <laughs> like that. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it absolutely. Finally, after three games, that was the shot yeah. that opened things up for him. And he did everything on all parts of the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, he seemed to have really ignited himself because the crowd went nuts when he hit the three. And, and, and the game wasn't, like, super smooth after that. Mm-hmm. But he was, he was locked in to that moment for the rest of the game. You know, it's something that I'm starting to notice, and maybe you could tell me if I'm just off. Seems a little different when when Malik is is hitting shots in the Golden One Center. Oh yeah, it seems a oh, little yeah. different when that boy. It, hit it feels shot. like when he hit Malik, a shot, they, they, the crowd go crazy. Well, because Malik has a certain uh, uh, how I see it, Malik has a certain energy mm-hmm. to him, and the crowd reciprocates to that. Mm-hmm. So th- th- it's that like the crowd gives back everything that he puts out, mm-hmm. and I. Th- he might be the only one. Like the the crowd is obviously into the team. Yeah. But I I'm a hundred percent in agreement. It's different for Malik. Like that crowd is all into Malik Monk. Absolutely. The only thing that compares to it, as we go down the list of really the only three kings last night. I, I do want to mention another thing later when maybe we'll, I'll say when James gets here. But there were some other things that happened. But the only thing that compares is fourth quarter Fox. Fourth quarter, yeah. Fox when he when he when he hit uh, KCP with that tat tat, and then he, the fall away. Oh, Jesse, they went crazy. He, he hit him with the Brock Purdy. The ah, uh-uh. <laughs> he hit him with the Brock Purdy. And I know the, the great part. I know exactly what play you're talking yeah. about because the crowd kind of went <gasps> and waited for the shot. Yeah, and then he hits the, and then he you know pulls up. They hits they the shot. they, yeah. they pop pretty yeah. hard when when De'Aaron oh, when fourth good. quarter, Fox go two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> they, pop, yes. they pop pretty hard when it's either Bones hey. Island or Herb Deer. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, grow up. It's like, it's like dealing with a sophomore class. It's a good point here from the the other AJ. Crowd goes crazy oh, yeah, for yeah. Uh, Davion's defensive stop. Well, well, I mean, I got to talk about the DPOG yes, because I don't want to lose in all this talk about those three. Mm-hmm. His role in that game last night, Mm -hmm. he came in midway through the fourth quarter and he changed the game. I'm not not speaking hyperbole. I noticed what was going on. I'm not sure I'm not the only one. I saw it as it played out. Kings don't win that game without Davion Mitchell guarding Bones Highland the way he did. Because Bones Highland, he was was a problem for the Kings. He was a problem for the Kings early on. And when Davion came in, he shut off that water. Bones had a couple of buckets still or whatever, but he had to work for him, and it was, it was nothing easy. And and he changed the game. And we had our guy, Sacktown Tony. I love Sacktown Tony, man. Happy New Year's. He's like, when I was talking about Fox earlier, he was talking about perfect on offense, but talking about Fox. Mm-hmm. Perfect on offense, but needed Davion to shut his guy down, shut, it, shut down his guy, though. That's what is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been talking about for a year and a half. And I know he's got to be better, all this. I get all that. To me, it's not Fox's job to shut down the best perimeter player. 
We're already asking this man to score 26, 27 points a night. And, and you've, you've been saying that since the show started. It's not his job to do – it shouldn't be his job to do both. No. Because he's going to struggle at one of them. No, they don't ask Curry to do that. They don't ask Dame to do that. They don't ask Ja to do that. They don't ask Trey Young. They don't ask Luka to do all that. That's not De'Aaron Fox's job. Davion Mitchell is the guy that you sick on a guy like Bones Highland. And Davion did it to perfection. I mean it. They do not win last night without Davion's performance on the defensive end. He changed everything. And there, real quick, there was a moment, what, about two and a half minutes left, when I saw Harrison Barnes walk to the scores table. I said, Jordy, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. What the hell are you doing? No disrespect to Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. Don't put that man in the game right now. Yeah. And then there was like a timeout, and then I think Jordy was like Harrison. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Side. So that and 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 that's and that's you know we haven't gotten <laughs> Jordy had one of the great performances last night as well. So yeah. we'll talk about that. Uh, James Ham joins us when we return here. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe buttons. If you're watching on Twitch, hit the heart button. Uh, if you're on 13:20 a.m. or the Odyssey app, stay put. We're coming back. James Ham next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 13:20. continues streaming live on the odyssey app welcome back to jersey talk here with uh (laughs) casey and her hey you want to know you want to know the most random jersey i had i think i've said this before for all those people that think i'm haters i had a charles woodson raiders jersey because you know c wood is my boy the michigan that was my boy i was the first college football no i shouldn't say that but he was like one of the first college football players that was my guy and i said wherever he goes I got to get his NFL jersey. And when he got drafted to the Raiders, I did like the meme of the old man in the house where he's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I stayed with it. I had to get that Woodson Raiders jersey, man. So most random jersey I ever got. It's random. It is random. Uh, there's going to be a lot of DeMontis Sabonis jerseys uh, sold after mm-hmm. last night's game. Probably uh, a number of Malik Monk jerseys sold as well as we welcome in our 1320 Kings insider and creator of the Kings beat, uh, James Ham. James how? How did they? How, how was there such a dramatic role reversal over the course of the last couple of nights? How, James? I I don't know because I I was watching that first half and um, you know we me and Sean Cunningham sit next to each other in the game and I was pretty disgusted. You know they fell down by nineteen and I thought, man, like those crowds have been absolutely incredible and if they're gonna blow another game with a crowd like this again last night was the second time maybe third time in a row maybe even fourth time in a row that they've had the largest crowd in golden one center history for a king's game mm. um so last night's was like seventeen thousand nine thirty five or something mm-hmm. it's the biggest crowd ever and not just a big crowd a fully 100% engaged crowd that is waiting for their team to do something. And just like the murmur, the quietness and the murmur around the building of what is happening while they were playing so poorly, uh, it was really stunning. And, you know, like, I, I don't know what it is about this team, but like those flat first quarter starts where they just take their own fans out of it. And, you know, like part of it, I'll say it, like De'Aaron Fox has to be better in the first quarter. You know, we had him two nights ago have that monster dunk right in the beginning of the game. Then he didn't take another shot the rest of the quarter. And it kind of felt the same way. And 
it, when they got the building rocking in the third quarter, I just thought it was it was incredible. Like that fourth quarter run where like the fans were on their feet the entire time and then when Malik Monk steps to the free throw line late in the game hmm. and the entire place goes quiet. It hmm. was so incredibly remarkable. Like I just it was like one of those games where you got goosebumps watching a game and and trying to cover it just because the fans were just wild. I mean that was like college basketball uh nba like deep playoffs that's what that was that was that was absolutely spectacular you know the crazy thing about um malik's free throws is you talk about how quiet they get sometimes i'm like hey just make a little murmur <laughs> like it's too quiet in here this is because the, the i say this all the time man the, the nerves are real the nerves are there for a human being i remember dirk nowitzki said it he said yeah i get nervous at the line in moments like that the greats though find a way to overcome the nervousness to knock down the free throw and and get back to your routine but it's human nature of course you're gonna get nervous no big deal with that and i felt the nervousness from my couch on those malik month month free throws and uh luckily he got one of them for sure yeah, I think it's funny. Uh, Malik, first of all, said he thought that the first one was the best shot he took the whole night. It felt the purest. Yeah. And it clanged out, uh, which I thought was really interesting. And then De'Aaron Fox said he, he had such an interesting comment. He said, well, first of all, like I've known Malik for a long time. I knew there was no way he's going to miss two. Um, but he said even if he did, we would have got back and got the stop and we would have won it in overtime. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Oh, like who's that guy? Um, that was a confidence level that I was like, okay, I'm down with that. I mean, even their challenge on Jokic on the final play. I haven't seen the last two-minute report. Um, I, I'm sure Denver Nuggets fans aren't going to be happy with the last two-minute no. report because there's going to be a couple of things in there. Um, I, oh, I, I I'm didn't sorry. Watch it back, let's, but... let's run the reference back. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no one cares. Like, <laughs> no, don't don't talk to Kings fans that. about the last two minute report. Because in full transparency here, yeah, maybe this is what you're talking about. It was a hook on Malik Monk, and I didn't think he got fouled by uh, <laughs> by KCP. I thought KCP got all ball. Well, that play, but I also thought that Trey Lyles, when he dove back and oh, bounced, he was out of bounds. And- yeah. He was out of bounds, and he made that incredible play. It's almost like everyone forgot he had fallen down over there, and the Nuggets were, like, strolling over to grab the rebound, and then he dives out of nowhere, mm. bats a ball to Sabonis for a hammer, and even that play there, um, like, I, I'm pretty sure he was out of bounds, um, but it caught everybody off guard, including the officials, who didn't, I don't even think they, they saw it coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, Trey Lyles, again, like it's really hard when three guys score thirty points, right, for the Kings, and that's the first time since nineteen seventy nine. And, and you know, it's like it's crazy. It's like Otis Birdsong and uh, <laughs> Phil Ford and uh, Wedman, I think. Yeah, Wedman. Yeah, something like that. Uh, that was the last time. Um, but Trey Lyles for the second straight game came up with so many huge dirty work plays. He hit the glass so hard late in the game. He had a big three. Like, they don't win that game without without Trey Lyles. And, uh, you know, you can say that about Davion, too. I don't think they win that game without Davion. I don't think they win that game without Casey Akpala. Mm. Uh, Casey Akpala, like, I had yeah. people talking trash in my, my Twitter feed because I said, uh, this is how – I like how Jordy uh, Fernandez is using Casey Akpala – 
spe- just very specifically and then he someone chimed in oh yeah they just gave up x amount of points and blah 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 and it's like man michael porter jr just disappeared he disappeared in that game and it, he was taken out of the game by casey Paula. it was really impressive let me uh real quick name i want to ask you this james because i understand what you're saying about the beginning of the game and you guys can tell me if i'm wrong <clears throat> i watched the game and, and watched the beginning and i'm like you know, they're down 40 to 27 24 i think at the end of the first quarter is it crazy to think i didn't think they played bad like i didn't think like the kings were just fumbling the ball over the place weren't playing well, defense there was a couple of shots you talk about michael porter there was a couple of shots one specifically where davion mitchell was in his shorts he was right on the right nice. side of of michael porter jr and michael porter jr barely hit the net with with the shot i thought a lot of that was going on from that Denver team? The, in the first shots quarter. they got, though, particularly early, in my opinion, James, they were just so easy. It was just while the Kings were testing their 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 gamely ritual of testing if they can make their first seven threes, uh, the Nuggets were going inside every play, and they were getting shots, high percentage shots at the basket, and that's what kind of blew the score up. Maybe they weren't necessarily turning the ball over. Like I don't know what you think, James. It just felt like the offense they were shooting an absurd percentage. For a large stretch of the first half. I yeah, think they I ended thought, the first half in the 60s, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. There was one point where I, I tweeted, the Nuggets were shooting 74% in the second quarter, and the Kings were shooting 38 74%. Mm. And so for me, it it's not about the makes and the misses. It's about the energy. Like, there was no energy to start the game, and I just really was surprised. I, You know, again, you have that many people in the building. You know, it's – I don't know what it – like, if you're at the game, um, it's almost like the Kings were, like, almost caught off guard by how many people were there. And you got Jeff Green, old man Jeff Green, wandering around without a shirt on looking like <laughs> J.R. Smith the entire pregame. And, Three like, steps. what are you doing? Like, the whole pregame, he wasn't playing. He's out with, like, a hand injury. And he's wandering around, you know, shooting and doing all this stuff without a shirt on. I'm thinking, for me, like, being – like, I would be slightly self-conscious because there's, you know, tens of thousands of people in this building at this point. And, uh, and that's why I kind of felt like the, the Kings came out and just – they were kind of awkward. They, they weren't ready, and it was really difficult to watch – um, and, and I thought, man, here we go again. Like this is, this is that game where you go from two games over 500 down to one. And then you got a couple of really tough games coming up on the, on the road trip. And, uh, you know, like the, the schedule is getting more difficult again. And, um, like, are you going to fall below 500? And then mm. they step up and they, they make this miraculous comeback. And, and really, you know, I think if you want to sell tickets, um, like even we had this deal yesterday with Shaky in here talking trash about the Kings not uh, putting out their injury report about Sabonis because they're trying to sell tickets. Hmm. But if you want to sell tickets, you don't leave 18,000 people like bummed out walking out the building. You just sold a whole bunch of tickets last night by the play in the fourth quarter, and it was wild. Don't worry about what we're doing over here, Mike Malone. Yeah, and, and, well, it's, so I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because I, I see – Foxy Saboner uh, oh, saying, "Okay, <laughs> well, it's, it's the gentleman's screen name. You could have called him FS. Well, it's his gentleman's screen name. 
Did Mike Malone take any shots at the Kings after the game? <laughs> to the contrary, I don't know what Mike did after the game, but James, you posted a video of Mike speaking very highly about Mike Brown, the coaching staff, and the Sacramento Kings fans. I think some people mistake, and James, you know far better than I do, mistake the shots that, that uh, Mike Brown takes more specifically at the organization and perhaps most specifically at Uncle V, Vivek mm-hmm. Ranadive, and not at the city, the fans, or certainly this c- current group of individuals. James. Tyrese Malone. <laughs> no, I'll tell you that well, uh, Michael Malone, like, I, I'll, I'll tell you, like, one of those James sort. I, I talked to him maybe two months after he got fired, uh, maybe a month and a half, and things were going wrong, just so you know. Like, the, the aftermath of the Michael Malone firing was disgusting. It was one of the most horrific. That's why I like. I, I hold grudges here and there when things are like very egregious. And there was a moment where um, about a a month and a half in, um, somebody decided to go out there and say that Michael Malone was insubordinate, and that's why he was fired. And, like, look, if you were around Michael Malone, Michael Malone is a passionate dude. He loves the game of basketball. He loved that job. He had earned that job. It took him years as an assistant to get that job. He was so excited to be the head coach. And to have someone go out there and not just fire you when what they, he got fired, I think they're 11 and 13, and DeMarcus Cousins had missed 10 straight games with, uh, with viral meningitis and the last two games he was clear to play and could have played. And the, the Kings brass held him out an additional two games to make sure that Michael Malone didn't have a 500 record Hmm. so they could fire him. And so to come back a month and a half later and have somebody start spreading a rumor that he was insubordinate and basically saying he's a bad employee and that he deserved to be fired while the Kings are spiraling out of control and in basketball hell was, was horrific to, to watch happen. And again, as someone who, who shows up every day and has always been a good employee, no matter who I work for, I, I felt that for him. And I had a conversation with him during that time. And, uh, he told me, I I asked him very specifically, like, you're watching this thing spin out. Like, what are your feelings? And he's like, I'm, I just feel so sad for my guys. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, those are my family. I feel so sad for what's happening at this point. And I said, would you come back if they called you today? And he goes, yes. If they called me today and tried to mend fences and said, come back, I would come back without any questions right now. Mm. And that's so Michael Malone loves the city of Sacramento. He loved his players that he had there. He loves people that worked for the organization there. He holds a very strong grudge against uh, Vivek Ranadive and uh, the way that things went down, the way he was handled on the way out the door. What, and with that, real quick, and this, there's no way to know. Nobody knows all this. You, you could tell me a little better. Isn't this more a Pete DeLisandro thing? Like Vivek catches the strays because he was the head mm-hmm. guy in charge. But from, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but from my understanding, Vivek was taking the lead of Pete. And let Pete do what he wanted to do. I think you had a young owner. It was his first head coach. He hired his head coach before he hired hired his general manager, which was a big mistake. 
Um, and, and it was just the newness. You know, he had spent a lot of time at the Warriors practice facility and stuff and, and saw that Michael Malone was an up-and-coming coach that he wanted, and that's why he plucked Michael Malone. And that was his first, you know, order of business was to get Michael Malone locked in. And then he hired Pete D'Alessandro like two weeks later. But not just Pete. I mean, Chris Mullen as well. Like, mm-hmm. he deserves a lot of the blame. He kind of snuck out the door and didn't catch all the fury that, that Pete did afterwards. But, I mean, he was a big part of what happened as well. Um, and I think, like, at that time, Vivek was kind of – he was talked into some things. But at the same time, like, he made the decision. Like, mm-hmm. I I wrote that article for ESPN where he, you know, I want to – I want a jazz band leader. I don't want a Sousa marching band leader. And it's just like, it's something that like for the first eight years of his, uh, of his ownership has kind of been like his, his tombstone is that the jazz band leader and, and just hasn't worked out the way that they thought. Um, yeah, it was mistakes and it was mistakes by a lot of people. Um, but I think it was more a mistake of a young owner, just, you know, making an egregious error. And how many times have I said this, but like a 16-year playoff drought, it doesn't happen because of one decision. It's not because they didn't draft Luka. Sure, the the playoff drought would have ended before, but it's decisions like, you know, the Michael Malone decision. It's decisions like the Dave Yeager decision. It's the bubble happens and Vlade gets fired and all the direction changes. All of these things add up to a 16-year playoff drought. And you can point to the Vlade thing uh, you, I mean, you can point to the, the Luca thing as one major incident, but you know Jeff Petrie drafted Jimmer Fredette instead of Kimba Walker instead of Clay Thompson. He, he drafted uh, Thomas Robinson instead of Damian Lillard, who went with the next pick. And they were drafting him the night before. They were drafting Lillard the night before. I knew that, and then they didn't. Um, you know, there are mistakes that have been made that that caused this thing to snowball. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.